Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Monday the 20th of February 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, S&P ASX 200 closed up just five points today to 7,352 points. But the final result doesn't really tell the tale because there was plenty of movement among stock prices, particularly the large caps. BHP and Rio Tinto both jumped around 1%, while Fortescue Metals was up 1.6%. The banks had a good day out, led by National Australia Bank, which rose 1.6%. Commonwealth Bank and Westpac both raised more than 1%. Macquarie was up just a touch under that. QBE Insurance, which reported last Friday, finished 3.5% higher. In fact, over the past year, QBE is the best performer of the top 25 companies on the ASX. There you go. West Farmers didn't do so well today, falling back nearly 1.5%, while energy groups Woodside and Santos and diversified miner South 32 all underperformed. Ingham's was the best on the day after on Friday saying it's going to up the price of chickens. It finished the day up 11%. Story number two, plenty of earnings around today. Health insurer NIB Holdings said the trend toward private cover after the pandemic continues and earnings last half hit record levels. But profit margins look to have peaked and investors sold the company down. Its share price fell nearly 12%, the worst of the top 200 today. Plumbing supplies group Reliance Worldwide is looking to cut jobs to reduce costs as sales volumes declined. Even though it delivered a 5% rise in profit last year, investors liked that idea. Its share price rose 2%. New Zealand-based A2 Milk Company posted a 20% plus profit rise last half year as it grew share in the all-important Chinese market. But Investors sold the stock down and it ended off 8.6%. Bendigo Bank announced a big jump in net profit but warned that ultra-competitive behaviour in the lending market was hurting. Its share price was up a couple of percent. And gold miner Northern Star Resources reported a 3% increase in half-year cash earnings. Its share price by the end of the day was down 1.5%. Story number three. Perhaps the biggest earnings result today was steel giant Bluescope. Its share price tumbled nearly 10% after boss Mark Vassella said customers are cutting back on orders as the economy slows. The weaker than expected outlook was enough to send Bluescope's share price sharply lower and it's clear that the peak of this steel cycle has now passed. Vassella's outlook statement was more pessimistic than current conditions. Of course, steel products, including Bluescope's Colorbond steel and housing frames, have longish lead times, hence there's a difference between now and the future outlook. But it's clear the glory days of 2020-2021, when everyone seemed to be building or renovating, is well and truly over, and half-year earnings for Bluescope were down 63% for the December half. Bluescope is among the country's biggest carbon emitters, and Vassella said the company wanted to see details about the government's trade mechanism for carbon credits before making too many big investment decisions. Story number four, the Commonwealth Bank is targeting $1 billion in invoice financing as it returns to the sector as part of its bid to compete with market leader National Australia Bank in business lending. The broader strategy includes accelerating referrals from Commonwealth Bank's dominant retail bank and extending new payments services, including its power board platform, according to a report in the Financial Review. Commonwealth has invested an additional $600 million into its business bank over the past three years as it looks to diversify away from retail mortgages, where the growth is just a touch harder. The bank has the highest market share in payments terminals and business transaction accounts, while National Australia Bank remains the largest lender with $288 billion in loans compared to the Commonwealth Bank's $254 billion.
And finally, story number five, the boss of Chinese investment bank China Renaissance has disappeared, triggering fears about what exactly happened. Bao Fan is the company's well-known founder and largest shareholder, but last week the bank announced he'd disappeared, sending its share price tumbling. The fate of Bao and his company, which has for years been at the heart of financing Chinese tech companies, is a mystery and a pivotal test of Beijing's stance on the industry, according to the Financial Times. A two-year government crackdown has already sidelined Alibaba chief Jack Ma, decimated the vast for-profit education industry and hit investments globally. Fears are that the crackdown on bankers will spread. That's it for the Afternoon Report for Monday the 20th of February 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with the Tuesday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.